0: Hi everyone, welcome back the E-Men Prevention Podcast. I'm here with Professor Simon Gilbody from the University of York. you enjoying the day, Simon, so far? I'm enjoying the day
1: tremendously. We're here at the Barbican, which is um, a really interesting venue. I quite like the, uh, the architecture. I'm a bit fan of this period, so um, the opportunity to speak here with such a great lineup is, um is, is a real pleasure for me. So, um, so, yeah, thank you.
0: It's a great space, isn't it? The last time I was here, I was listening to Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth doing a Can tribute concert.
1: Fantastic. That ticks both boxes for me, so um, I think we're coming to the... 30th anniversary of Daydream Nation just at the moment, so um, so those amongst you, the Sonic Youth fans, will know that that's their finest LP, and um, and the nice that they sort of reference the um, um, you know, the more progressive end of um, German experimental music. So um, so can are a big favourite of mine as well. So um, so listen, we're talking about more interesting stuff, but you wanted to talk about the um, the the, the, the talk, trials that we talked spoken about today, so the React trials. I, think. I knew
0: that would get you started on music. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So you you presented your React work. Um, and you're talking about, um, I guess, how we cope with negative findings. Was it easy to publish? React.
1: Uh, well, th- that's that's a great question because. <clears throat> I think um, medical journals are really newspapers and like newspapers they want a scoop and they want a scoop that's newsworthy and um, and I think if we pretend otherwise then um, we'd be deluding ourselves. But um, sometimes, and I think increasingly now, um, they've moved away from um, the fact that a trial's got to be positive with a newsworthy result just to get considered. So, And sometimes when the science is good... You can convince a strong journal that um, it 's worthy of consideration so um, so the react study was um by far and away the biggest trial that had ever been conducted in this area computerised cognitive behaviour therapy and um, the question we think was an important one for the NHS and it was one that had come to the top of the pile of those um, questions that are prioritised by NIHR and they decided to commission research in this area so we were starting from a good place you know this was a really important question for the NHS and for people who use the NHS so when we um, uh, conducted the trial and we got a negative result in some sense we were a little disappointed because you you um, 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 you often have a, a thought about whether a technology will work or not but we designed the experiment and um, um, we accept the result when it comes through and when you get a negative result you often have to sell the results on the basis of the um, the importance of the question and the quality of the science that you've used to examine that question and we think it was a good question, we think the science in the REACT study was the best that had been thrown at this question um, 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 to date and um, we wrapped that up and we submitted it to the, the British Medical Journal and um, they, they took it and um, um, uh, went through a few revisions but um, we got there and um, and it's important and we felt supported that they thought
0: that was an important enough trial to to publish it a big negative trial and i guess that was four years ago that that was published and i suppose having a a, a trial of a single type of rct it was mood gym wasn't it in react um is kind of like having a trial of a single type of psychotherapy yeah and you know the newspaper headlines said computerized cognitive behavior therapy does not work for depression um how, how different is Mood Gym to what we've got these days? You know, if you look at the meta-analyses of internet-based computer, uh, cognitive behaviour therapy, they're showing a, a small but significant impact. So do you think it's the kind of systematic reviewing of this evidence that's important? Yeah. So the
1: technology that we evaluated, it's important to say that it was the, the most commonly used technology in the NHS at the time. So we did surveys of current practice... Um, amongst um, psychological therapy services, IAP services and in GP practices. We took soundings from um, important stakeholders in the NHS when we were designing the trial and um, we were conscious that if we were going to compare computerised cognitive behaviour therapy to usual care that we picked something that was credible at the time of the design of the trial, and we we chose two packages to evaluate. So it was a three-arm trial, so we compared usual care with um, the market leader, Um, in the commercial sector at the time which was beating the blues so that's something that was sold to the NHS at not an insubstantial expense and the third arm that we added in was something that looked very much like beating the blues but didn't cost anything so it was free and available in the public domain so we also evaluated Mood Gym which was designed um, in Australia and has sort of iteratively improved such that the, the product that we used was the one that was being rolled out and offered in the NHS at the time so we couldn't think of a better comparison to make at that time and um, um, and you, you you do in some sense take the best technologies around but um, mindful that technology does move on, when we look at those technologies today, they do perhaps look a little bit clunky but I think there were some important insights that are uh, more broadly applicable to how people with conditions like depression engage with technology and it helped us think about um, when people didn't engage, why that might be and there was something quite fundamental there about um, the nature of human computer or tech interaction and something quite fundamental about the way way in which people might be supported to engage with those technologies so um, opening the black
0: box and understanding the importance of negative results was really important in this trial. And I guess in the context of today because we're thinking about preventing mental illness with digital technology um, there's been a fair bit of work over the last couple of years looking at that specifically that preventative aspect Um, and it seems to me that it's, it's really focusing on the fact that some kind of guided support is an essential component of that guided not necessarily by a psychotherapist but by yep. some kind of experienced professional. How do you think about that?
1: Yeah, so that was interesting. So we, we, we got a negative result. I think the interesting thing about the REACT study was that um, uh, we did a, a mixed methods evaluation. So we conducted a prospective qualitative evaluation of the technologies alongside the rigorous pragmatic randomised control trial that we um, that we undertook and it's important that you use both of those methodologies, particularly when you get negative results it enables you to open up the black box and one of the things that jumped out really clearly was that people weren't engaging with this technology, we knew that from um, the frequency with which they logged on to these programmes but then we asked them why that might be there were, um, um, they were they, they talked about not just the nature of the technology, they found some of the pages perhaps a bit clunky, but um, also about the, um, the lack of human interaction and support. So, um, so that made us think that guidance and human contact were important for these technologies, and that made us think about the next trial that we might do. So, um, so um, the REACT study wasn't the end of the story for us. We then went on to conduct a further study where we added in a level of structured, guided Uh, Guidance alongside a self-help technology, and we found that the um, the addition of um, of guidance, telephone support, um, that um, mirrored the session by session nature of the programmes, increased engagement with those programmes, but also resulted in some clinical benefit. So, so that was the additional question that followed on from the. Um, the negative REACT1 studies and the REACT2 studies you know, showed a positive effect when we do add guidance to um, computer-delivered psychological therapy. So it was a journey and um, we delivered a, a, a positive trial after conducting a negative first trial and I think that helps us you know, move the evidence and our knowledge on about the importance of guidance when we use digital
0: technologies. You made the point a couple of times in your talk that digital therapy is efficacious, but it's not yet. we don't yet have the evidence that it's effective in the real world, mm. and that really got some people responding on Twitter. Yeah, you know, pragmatic RCTs, real-world trials, that's what we need. Is that kind of work being funded now? Is that a challenging sort of research to do?
1: Well, one of the... Strengths about the funded environment in the United Kingdom just at the moment is that um, funders can be responsive to different types of design and set different types of questions. So when we think about technologies early in the evolution of a technology, it's really important that you can demonstrate that it can work under ideal conditions, and so that notion of efficacy ability to demonstrate benefit under ideal conditions is a necessary but not sufficient condition for whether that might be rolled out and used more widely in the NHS so funders like the National Institute for Health Research fund studies that other funders wouldn't fund So and they set questions around not just clinical efficacy but clinical effectiveness and the question that we answered in the react one study was one that had been set by um one of the leading funders in the uk the national institute for health research um health technology assessment program and um, and their stipulation was that the design of the trial would be an effectiveness study they didn't want to fund an efficacy study and this was the first effectiveness study that had been conducted in this area so it's really important that funders who are mindful for the um the real world clinical effectiveness have got the ability to commission research in areas that are important for the nhs and um, so the react one study was an effectiveness study because that's what the funder asked us to
0: do and finally safety is key here Um, there's been quite a bit of debate over the last couple of years about the safety of psychological treatments you know we we know less about that than we do about drug treatments but we still know quite a bit. Um, Do you think that digital interventions have the potential to be harmful in a way that other face-to-face and medications do?
1: Yeah well that's a really interesting question. Um, We've got to be mindful of harms of any intervention that we use in the NHS and um, you don't have to think for too long to think what the potential harms of a computer-delivered therapy might be. The ones that I worry about are that if people don't like the technology that's offered to them, and that's the only form of psychological therapy that's offered in the NHS, that it may compound their sense of frustration and disheartenedness and might actually make depression and hopelessness worse than might be the case otherwise. Um, So it's really important that we have the ability to capture people who don't engage with this technology and offer them other options that might include face-to-face therapy. Um, To some extent, we try to pick that up within trials. We also try to check that people aren't actually getting worse um, so that the the use of a digital technology causes their condition to deteriorate. And there wasn't any sense of that in um, in the REACT trial. So it certainly, using that technology, did not cause people to deteriorate more than might be the case under conditions of usual care so we were reasonably confident at the end of the REACT1 study that um, it didn't cause harm in that sense but the other more intangible harm about maybe um, turning people away from um, NHS services if what they might be offered is only a digital technology i don't think we'd know that from the react one study and that's certainly um, uh, a concern that i have about the broader use of technology
0: such as this in the nhs yeah thanks a lot for talking to me really interesting work keep it up (laughs) thanks ever so much andrew